Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself and Bully Ray talk about AEW Dynamite, especially that main event between Adam Copeland and Christian Cage. Also, before NXT deadline coming up on Saturday, we speak to Hall of Famer, one of the greatest of all times, and the man behind the brand, Sean Mike, right now on the Busted Open Podcast. What did you think of the match last night between Adam Copeland and Christian Cage? I liked everything about last night's match and angle. And just to get back to, just real quick to touch on, you know, we were talking about Moxley and Roosh and how they got away from the rules a little bit last night, especially with people brawling outside of the ring. And the announcers tried to cover it up by saying the referee wanted to be lenient. I wish that they would have left that for the main event because of the personal angle involved, the personal story, plus the championship on the line. I wish the leniency would have been left for the main event and not for the Continental Classic, where the rules should be adhered to. That's first. But as far as the physicality, as far as the story, and everything that they did, I really liked the main event last night. And a couple of people called into After Dark. And once again, thank you to everybody who listens to Busted Open After Dark every Wednesday right here at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern and all the love on social media. I really, really appreciate it. Um, a couple people called in and they were like, yeah, the finish seemed off or it seemed like they had a bunch of ideas but couldn't come to a conclusion on one, so they just threw it all together. And then people were talking about the mom. I thought everybody did a good job. Like, did you have a different opinion than me? Well, did you I mean, not think that match and angle came off well? A, a couple of things. Number one, and we talked about this yesterday. We act, we actually had a discussion about it on the show with Tommy. A lot of people, like I, I noticed, were saying like, oh, man, I waited so long for these guys to have a match, and that's the way it ends. Like, yeah, this is this, this is just the beginning. They're scratching the surface. Did you... Did you really want to see Adam Copeland beat Christian Cage for the championship last night? That that come on, you you couldn't have gone into that match last night thinking that was going to happen. This is just the beginning. This is going to be, I think, a long chase. They're finally AEW is doing a good job of slowing things down, not rushing to the finish of things. This is just one chapter, which I think is going to be a great book between Adam Copeland and Christian Cage. 
Dave, I had somebody call into After Dark last night and said, and they said they didn't like the finish. I get, what didn't you like about it? They're like, well, I would have liked to have seen Christian win clean. And I'm like, what? Like, what? Like, this is where I scratch my head sometimes with, with fans. Like, what good would have would would come of Christian winning clean? The bad guy would have just beat the good guy. We're supposed to have all this emotional investment in the good guy, but the bad guy just wins with his finish. That, that, then that where do you go? That makes no sense. And and I, I can't believe there was such outrage over that match. I made a little joke about about Shayna Wayne. Obviously, we talked about her promo a couple weeks as well. She's from the outside coming in. You're going to get a little bit of wonkiness. Um, I, you know, I thought Tony Schiavone and the commentators did a good job of covering for her as well. They were talking about that she seemed like she was conflicted. Um, but I, I, I even like the way they did the ref bump last night. Like you didn't see the ref bump. The action was moving so fast that you didn't even actually see where the ref bump happened. Sure you did. No, it was like, when, what did he I got miss? kicked in the balls? No, no. But before he got, before he got kicked in the balls, their edge hit great. must've grazed him. So he was facing oh, the other grazed way. Him and he went down yeah, and, and then he when he was down. getting back up, yes. he had his back. Yeah. Then, he, then, okay. you had, then you had the nut shot, but like, but I like that. I like that seems more realistic to me. I, I feel like a lot of times bully fans get caught up. So caught up in the, paint by numbers pro wrestling where this happens and that's why there's a ref bump. I actually like the fact that the action was happening so quickly that the ref actually got grazed. We didn't know what happened. It wasn't obvious. It wasn't like the referee was in a a bad position and got ran into or something like that. I kind of dug that last night. And then the ref isn't looking. His his face is turned towards the crowd, not inside the ring. And then you have the low blow that he's out. He's he's down for, and a great sell, sales job too. Because a lot of times with the referee, they're like looking up. They're not sure where they are or where they are in the match. You know what, dude? If Christian Cage came from behind me and gave me a nut shot, he damn straight I'd be on the on on the, on the ground holding my nuts. And that's what we got last night. And then I kind of like now, because where is this going to go? Would you get a, a, you know, when you get what happened to Nick Wayne, like what, what Adam Copeland did to Nick Wayne, do you really don't think that his own mom is, there's not going to be ramifications for that? I, I, I thought they told a really good story last night. Storyline wise, I thought it was well done. Why did you think something was not well done? No, I just I, I don't don't I it's a little bit of a nitpick. I, I I thought Shayna Wayne could have did a better job of of selling when she did come into the ring, but that's a small thing, you know. It's not a it's not a big deal. I mean, don't buy too much into it. No, I'm a, not because I think she thing. did. Yeah, I think she did as good of a job as she could possibly do with having a very limited amount of time in front of a camera. On a side note, Shayna Wayne can blast me with a championship belt anytime she'd like. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, I, I was I was thumbs up on the main event. I was thumbs up on the work. Um, 
I, I, I don't, I cannot agree with any of the negative feedback that I have heard uh, on this match. Now, like, don't get like, and I, I don't understand why people are like, why would Shayna Wayne do that to Adam Copeland? Didn't Adam, Adam Copeland give Nick a concerto? So like, like that's, that's his mom. Like, like, of course she's, you know, she's going to do that. I, I don't understand why people are in such shock and awe. So there, I, there, there are situations in real life that a mom stands by their child, no matter how wrong the child has done, because she's still the child's mom. Yeah. And think of, think of Shayna Wayne in this uh, situation. Not only is that my son, but that's the son of my husband who has passed away. She is going to try to defend him and keep him as close as possible. I want to see Christian get in everybody's head so much that he actually marries Shayna Wayne and now becomes Nick Wayne's legitimate stepdad. That's just all Hollywood, you know, pro wrestling entertainment BS. But go with it. Why not? You know, we talked about, remember it was a couple of years back with Buddy Murphy and Rey Mysterio and Rey Mysterio's daughter where they were telling a good story, but you and I were talking about, man, I wish they would go to that next level with this story. And they never really did. They, I felt like they only scratched the surface with it here in AEW. They could go a little bit deeper and I feel like they are. And I think for fans that are doubting this, man, you're talking about two of the all time greats with Adam Copeland and with Christian cage. If you really think that these two guys are going to disappoint you, you're making a grave mistake. I really, I can't wait to see what the next chapter is, but, but, Bully, it blows my mind that people thought that the story was going to end last night. How could you think it was going to end on just a random episode of Dynamite? There's so much story to tell. We got a pay-per-view that's coming up in less than a month. There's so Don't you want your hottest story to bleed into 2024? I mean, come on. Copeland and Christian should end in an I quit match where Adam finally makes Christian quit and give up. That's, that's what I'd like to see because there's nothing more demoralizing than having to say, I quit. It killed Terry Funk to have to say, I quit to Ric Flair. Yep. That's the way uh, there's, there's gimmick matches to be had here. There's scenarios to be had here. There's, there's lots of legs to this. This is the beginning chapters in what should be a good, long, drawn out story. And and I and I don't and and, and please to the fans, I, I don't wanna I don't wanna act like I'm a teacher here and, and I'm yelling at the class because I know uh the majority of fans That's my job. Buying, yeah, but I think the majority fans get it. But but I'm just talking to the fans and the nation here. Let's enjoy this story. Look at what the bloodline gave us. Look at all the months and months of great storytelling that the bloodline gave us because we we didn't we weren't impatient. We waited for things to happen. If there was a bit of a curveball, we said let's wait it out and see what happens next week and then we saw it make sense and understood why it went that way. It's the same thing here. They're just adding new elements to the story. This story is just getting started. This is this is just getting started. Sit in your chair, 
put your seatbelt on and let's go for one hell of a ride. Cause I believe that Adam Copeland and Christian cage are going to take us for one hell of a ride. I would love to hear from some nation members, uh, specifically if you did not enjoy the match and why, or if you didn't enjoy the angle or the finish and why yeah, I'd love I mean, to have that discussion. Listen, and, and again, well, I'm not going to yell at you, but if, if there's something, if there's an element that Bully and I are missing here, if there's something about that match that was so glaring to you that it took you out of it, I'd, I'd love to hear why. Let's go out to the Busted Open Nation. Let's go out to Ricky in Orlando. Ricky, what did you want to say about Adam Copeland and Christian Cage last night? Hey, good morning, Dave. Good morning, Bully. Hope you guys are having a good uh, Thursday. Um, I wanted to put over the match, but I also had friends that texted me about the angle, and they were kind of irate that the match ended like that. And I was asking, what is the problem about it? And they said, oh, uh, Nick Wayne's mom basically gave away the, uh, the ending. And I said, well... I'm fine with it because I wanted the match to, con- you know, I want the rivalry to continue. And I was like, did you really want to see um, Adam Edge, you know, get the actual championship? And they said, no. And I, it was, I was on a text discussion with them for over an hour after Dynamite while listening to Bully on, um, on uh, After Dark. So I just didn't understand what was the complexion. And they said that... Um, it was Nick Wayne's mom, basically, like, I guess the, the, the word, the Oscar action, uh, that was what was speaking and, the and language Ricky, and what was throwing them off. Yeah, and Ricky, thanks for the phone call. I get it. Like, I, I just said to Bully, like, uh, uh, you know, a little bit. She did give it away a little. There's no doubt about it. Um, but but you know after what? her, But after her son took a concerto from Edge, Adam Copeland, why would we ever think that she wouldn't be conflicted? It's a good what point. have they done that would lead us to believe, well, maybe Mrs. Wayne wants to nail Christian with the championship? Did I am I missing no, something? No, but then but then if that's the course of action, then don't have like what she did, she was kind of like looking back and forth, like she couldn't decide. Like which one she hit it? It wasn't. It was again. It's a nitpick. It wasn't the greatest showing, but it doesn't matter. It's maybe, all about the like end to result. To get into her head a little bit, maybe she was conflicted on whether to hit him or not because she knew once she hit him, there was no coming back from this, and now she's embroiled in this. Also, fine. Now once she's she, made herself a target. Also, once she's once she hit Edge, that was the right outcome because to me. It's like, all right, now Christian got one up on him. He still has the championship. Now he has the whole family on his side. And now, as of right now, at this moment, it seems like Adam Copeland's alone here. Maybe that's something that's going to change over the next few weeks or next couple of months. If the concerto never happened, if Copeland never hit Nick with the concerto, then I could see Nick's mom sliding in and looking at Christian with the TNT championship like she's going to blast Christian, but then turn around and blast Copeland. But because you already tried to cave my son's head in with a concerto 
and my son's not around to defend himself tonight, I'm going to defend myself and I'm going to cave your head in with this chair shot. And oh, by the way, Christian's with, I'm sorry, with this belt shot. And oh, by the way, not only is Christian going to beat you, but he's going to stand with one foot on your chest and raise that championship in the air. So I don't know how the woman was supposed to be conflicted. The number one pro wrestling show on the planet, Busted Open, is available seven days a week by subscribing and downloading the Busted Open podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. Join me alongside two WWE Hall of Famers, Mark Henry and Bully Ray, the hardcore legend, Tommy Dreamer, plus Thunder Rosa and Mickey James all week long as we break down everything going on in and out of the ring. Listen to Busted Open right now on the SXM app or wherever you get your podcasts. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all handpicked from family farms then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Mr. Sean Michaels. Sean, thank you so much for the time and appreciate you coming on Busted Open this morning. Yeah, thank y'all for having me. I appreciate the Jewish priest going up. Yeah, there you go. Always, <laughs> always great. 
deadline. On my way to Orlando for the job all the time. So. All right, so there you go. So you're very familiar with SiriusXM. Um, oh, yeah. Deadline coming up on Saturday. I can't wait. I'm making the trek to Connecticut on Saturday to be a part of the festivities in Bridgeport, Connecticut for deadline. I'm hoping anybody that's listening to me to grab up the few tickets that are still left. I want big representation from the busted open nation at deadline on Saturday for NXT. So Sean, you got to be happy. Another premium live event, another opportunity for NXT to be in front of new faces and a new crowd on Saturday. Yeah, look, I think look, we've had momentum, right? I feel like everybody's excited. We're coming to the end of the year. Uh, last premium live event of the year for NXT and the WWE. So uh, Bridgeport, you know, again, sort of like up for us anyway, uh, a coming home type. We're here in uh, the headquarters up in Stanford right now, uh, pretty close to you guys. So look, everybody in NXT is excited about about Saturday. Um, stack card, and we're going to finish off the year in style. Sean. The matches on the card, is there one particular match? And I know I ask this a lot. Is there one particular match that really stands out to you that could steal the show? Well, look, this is going to sound like a cliche answer, but one, you know, one anytime Ilya Dragunov is out there, uh, you know he's going to give you everything he's got. Um, and, and, I, and, and truthfully, Baron Corbin, Feels like he has something to prove. So that 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 this that was going to be fantastic for the NXT Championship, no matter what. Look, I I am I am partial to the Iron Survivor matches. I think it was uh, a fantastic concept. I mean, clearly, I you know, I do because it was a, it was an idea that we had. Um, I think it's something that uh, debuted really successfully last year. Um, the dynamic of those matches, uh, I think, is is pretty interesting. Um, we've got a bunch of new faces this year in both the men's and the women's. So I think uh, those two matches, uh, I think are, 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 you know, I think they're going to rock. And um, if I was going to lean towards one and it wouldn't have mattered if Wesley was still in that North American championship match. Uh, but now the dragon Lee versus dumb Mysterio. Um, I think that one is going to be incredible, especially having Ray there. Um, in Dragon's Corner, but again, it's again a shortcoming home for Dragon Lee. We didn't quite get to have him as long as we wanted, um, and I know he feels the same way. So I think he's gonna he's very excited about this. Um, and so the North American Championship one again. If I was gonna try to narrow it down to one, Bubba, I think that's the one that I think you're probably gonna have to keep an eye on. But look into the year, and what I love about NXT, the competition between all these men and women to do just that, to steal the show um, is something that is alive and well, and it's, and it's live and well on a daily basis there uh, down in Florida. You know what I mean? And a performance center standpoint, these guys and gals are like that every day, just in the training. Um, we're like that every Tuesday night during the live show. Um, and so you can bet on a premium live event that it's going to be off the charts come Saturday night. You know, Sean, you just mentioned Wesley. What an emotional moment uh, Tuesday night uh, in front in the in the middle of that ring making that announcement. I know you have emotional ties with him going back to Halloween Havoc last year uh, when he was able to ca finally capture uh, championship gold. How difficult was it for you to hear Wesley on Tuesday night? Very. Um, and and I'll say this: I talked to Wes obviously for a long time. Uh, you know, the day before, 
And I've been in that situation. And so, and, and again, it's, it's amazing. That's why one of the reasons, you know, again, Wes and I are so close. We're very similar when it comes to our, 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 our passion and our admiration uh, and our love for the job that we do. Um, and I knew that it broke his heart. And, and so what you saw Tuesday night, everybody knows that, 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 that's Wes, that, that was real Wesley. Um, and, and this was a huge match for him. Uh, but I, you know how serious it is when he can't make it. Um, Wes has, and he's been, he's been, uh, gotten through, I, I was unaware of it, but he's been gotten through a lot of performances and again, you know, uh, it's a credit to him. You never would have known that, but, um, clearly, uh, the wear and tear was, was a bit too much, incredibly emotional, um, for everybody. Uh, because again, we are a, we are a family down there in Florida. Um, and, and, and again, when, when one person gets affected, it, it affects all of us. And so, um, you know, it was, it was, a, it was a tough night for Wes, but the thing is we are going to be with him every step of the way. And, um, and he's going to come through this on the other side. A guy like a guy like Wes Lee, uh, what you see is what you get when you see him on Tuesday nights. Uh, nothing's going to keep that young man down. So he will be back, and we will be here waiting with open arms when he is. Sean, whenever I hear somebody use the term family when it comes to the locker room, I, I'm a bit cynical about it because I'm like, yeah, when things are going good and the boys are making money, we're all happy. So yeah, we're one big happy family. But when things are not going so well, you'll be out. You'll, you know, it's just a matter of time before we stab each other in the back or cut each other's throat. And that's just the nature of the business. I was fortunate to come up in a, what I thought was a pro wrestling family in ECW. We had a unique camaraderie. What about the NXT locker room now? What is unique about the locker room now as compared to maybe a couple of years ago where you can use the term family to describe them? Well, first of all, I want to say you're spot on uh, again. And you know that. And I, I, I got it. That's one of the reasons I love talking to you every now and then on this public is that, you know, we, yeah, the love for the business and family, a lot of things they get said and, and yeah, it, it is cynical. So I, I understand. And I think you're, I think, what you said is probably fair and I'll, uh, in the future, I need to be better, I guess, about expressing that is it's a unique camaraderie. Uh, and again, and it is, it's much like what you all uh, had when you were in ECW. It's when you feel like you're doing something special together, something different, being innovative. And look, that's what we've got going on there. Now I will say, because we have so many young men and women, it is sort of the purest form of, of that that you're going to get in this business because they haven't been too jaded and 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 that cynicism hasn't quite seeped in yet and so i guess that's one of the reasons i use the word family like that because it is at least at the very beginning it is very genuine and i get and it is for me being sort of like the papa of all of this it's a nice feeling and, and again look we do have a few men and women here and there because again you start thinking about you know moving up and 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 you see other people get called up and and now it does get a bit more competitive and and as you say maybe those you know those sabers come out a, a little bit but look it really is uh as close to the familial aspect as we're going to get but uh i think special camaraderie is also accurate as you pointed out uh and and look it is because we do feel like we've been doing something really special um i think this whole 2.0 crew sort of uh got labeled early on as you know and again much like you guys did in 
in ECW. And when you do that, you start to wear that uh, as a badge of honor. And, and, and all of a sudden, that chip on your shoulder is something that you're kind of proud of. And, and I think that's what I, more than anything I'm, I'm speaking of when I talk about that familial aspect. And it is, it's, we've, we've now, we feel like we have turned that corner to where a lot of people do think NXT is the best, uh, you know, two hour wrestling show out there today. And again, we're going to, we, we will stand by that. We will put our show up against anybody because we think we've got a great, you know, two-hour television show that takes place every Tuesday night, and we'll and we'll compete with anybody. And our and our young men and women know that they feel that, and they're ready to go to battle. So, when you just referred to yourself as Papa. <laughs> How did rebellious Shawn Michaels turn into Papa Shawn Michaels? Yeah, well, it's <laughs> look. I'll, a lot of it, yeah, obviously, but you know, my wife and children that mellowed me out quite a bit. But I'm telling you, that performance center, uh, it really is. It, it brings that out of you, that that hunger and that passion. And as I say, Bubba, it's it, it it's at the beginning. You know, it's at the beginning when I just want to be. You know, I want to go out there and perform. I want to be a pro wrestler. Um, when I don't know, like I said, when all those other things you didn't know of the, I don't know, the backstabbing, and you weren't. I don't know, you weren't. You just wanted to do it. And the fact that you were getting paid was a bonus, you know, on top of it. So I think those are the things that, and I'll say this, I've, I've been down the road uh, many times and look, I also feel like uh, I, you know, I can be a cautionary tale. I, I want to help people get through this process. They're not going to go through anything that I haven't gone through. They're not going to have an emotion that goes through their head. You know, Bob, again, we've thought it all, whether we've expressed it or not, you know, we've had every one of those thoughts that these young men and women are going to have about whether they make it or can't make it, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of that. And look, I'm there at least as a resource to be able to help them get through it and help them avoid some of the pitfalls, you know, that either myself or I saw someone else go through. So that's where you go from being that rebellious guy to being Papa, because you want you want what's best for them. And that's the way I feel about that entire group down there. You know, Sean, earlier in the show, we were talking about all the pro wrestling that's out there during the course of a week. There's a lot. And Bully and I were talking about how NXT kind of stands above a lot of those shows because of the storytelling. Not a, not just the storytelling, but also the balance of all the talent that you have. They're growing, they're new, they're learning. But at the same time, you have a gift of getting everybody almost equal TV time Everyone that's a part of the roster looks like a star. They don't get lost. I'm sure that's extremely difficult to do because I don't know if there's any other show that's able to do it other than NXT. How hard is it to balance that roster and make sure that everybody gets time enough on television? Well, it's, it, it is a long process. And you know, look, you guys were talking to him earlier. I give you know, a lot of credit to my head writer, Johnny Russo. Um, but we do. We've got, we've, got a, we've got a list of people there. And we try to just go through and try to, you know, we look at it and like, do they have representation? Let's not forget about, we look, and also what helps us, our show moves, okay? We're not going to sit on stuff all day long. We're not going to hang on a shot for 1,003, 1,004, 1,005, 1,006. We're going to move, move, move. And that helps us as well. Um, but it really is, look, we, we enjoy doing that. We think that does help the show move by having uh, more backstages. One huge advantage I think we also have, again, it's what we have there at the Performance Center. I know sometimes 
people would love to see NXT out on the road every week. And look, there's a part of me, it's a balancing act. There's a part of me that would love to, to maybe bring that to NXT in the future. But what really does afford us a lot of things that other shows don't have is the fact that we do have a, a an area that we can sort of change and, and mix up and really adapt to di different situations. Um, and I don't know you always have that if you're going to a different facility every week and you don't know what it looks like. Ah, John, one of the conversations that we have here a lot is about referees. Um, I have a very strong feeling on referees. <clears throat> you being one of the greatest to ever do this, Ric Flair calling you one of the greatest to ever do this, if not the greatest, I want to hear from your mouth. How important are referees in a professional wrestling match? So I want to tell you, I, I feel like I was a guy when I was in there and it was in WWE and it was really starting to notice when they were, they were hustling as much as we were. And they started making those, you know, those near kickouts really mean something. That's when the light bulb went off in my head. It's like, Oh my goodness, you really, this is, this is, I don't know. You go into it thinking about you at first and then it's you and him and the story, but boy, you forget about that third guy. And if you can make everybody in there work as hard, you know what I mean? As 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 it was, we can. It really enhances the match. The way you can use that third individual to help tell that story. So it was something to me that I I I, I learned again as I was in the WWE and slowly progressing. And and then now that I've gone to this side, I got to. This is straight out honest, Baba. I struggle because you know it's now changed to where. We can't, you know, they can't just miss everything and you can't have a lot of the, I don't know, a lot of the tropes maybe that we used to have. And I find myself now asking them and talking to them like, okay, creatively, this is kind of what I need. What can I do? What can we do to get there that doesn't compromise you guys? So it really is, I, again, to your point, I, it's hard for me to express how important it is now because they're, they're they're almost on an even you know what I mean even level with all of the performers there because when everything's said and done at the end of the match when it's you know the finish comes down they're a vital part of that and and so I, I find myself again going forward having to not fall back on some of those much easier ways and you know tropish ways if you will um, because of the referee. And because of the credibility we're trying to give them going forward. And I will be the first one to admit, I'm still struggling uh, with that aspect and learning to get better about that. But that's what I dig about the job is that it's always changing, always evolving. So is the struggle in your mind, you, you're the way you would put something together is you wouldn't pay so much attention to the referee as keeping credibility on the referee today. Well, look, I think, I think it's, makes me have to be a lot more creative not to fall back on the just oh we can just do this <laughs> you know, it's, you know amen it's, it's it's just it's the same it's the same easy cop out and you so want to take it because we used to be able to do it 10 years ago or 15 years ago but we can't do it now because our viewer it insults our viewer and and again like i said i'll be the first one to admit i i i, I can i can grow in that area as well um, but again, that's what I dig about this is, again, is, 
It's trying to find out what that new, you know, what that's what innovation is, right? It's not what we used to do. It's about what we're going to start doing. You know, it's funny, Sean, you were always loyal to the WWF, WWE brand, always. Um, I went on a rant a couple of days ago because you have Seth Rollins, who's been very, very loyal to the WWE brand. And here comes CM Punk, the flavor of the week. And everybody's like CM Punk to the, to the point where Seth Rollins is in the ring getting CM Punk chance. For you, like, what? how do you feel about that dynamic where you have somebody like a Seth Rollins who's been extremely loyal, but the fans are going to gravitate to the new flavor of the week? Look, it is, it's, it is another one. It's another one of those steps that you go through the process. If you are here long enough, you will see all of them. And it's funny because almost everyone, well, not everyone. Uh, if everyone did it, then everyone would understand. But when you be, you start out as you get, you want to become that top guy. And then you become that top guy. And then you see these other people sort of come in and you go, Jesus, part-timers and taking spots and stuff, stuff like that. And then one day you get to the point where you go like, oh, I still got, I still want to work, but I don't want to be working all the time. And then all of a sudden now you are the part-timer and you are that guy. Um, so it, look, I, I, I understand it on everyone's level. And, and it gets the same thing that where I feel like I have the advantage in NXT of having gone through everything that everyone is going to go through. Um, it's funny. I think Hunter mentioned it in an interview not too long ago. If you've covered darn near every aspect of this industry, which I've been fortunate enough to do good and bad, um, you know, you, you, you learn not to judge. You, you learn not to get upset. You understand that nothing keeps the machine from rolling. Um, and, and that no one is the biggest or the best. Everyone is replaceable. All those things that we all sort of know, but you always feel like you're not going to be the one doing it. Um, but if you do this long enough, you will, you'll either be the guy accusing or you'll be the guy accused, <laughs> you know, again, uh, you, you know, that you're the person that's, uh, you know, enjoying it or not enjoying it, uh, if you do it long enough. And so it is, it's just one of the necessary evils of the business. Um, but again, ultimately it is always comes down to what is the bottom line and what is best for business. Um, and I think over time, everybody understands that. At least uh, dead, deadline coming up on Saturday. I will be there. I cannot wait for Saturday. If you can't be in Connecticut, make sure you check it out on Peacock, exclusively on Peacock, premium live event for NXT deadline coming up on Saturday. But if you can, there's a few tickets left. Be like me. Come hang out with me in Bridgeport, Connecticut for deadline. Big show to end 2023. Mr. Michaels, thank you so much for the time. We truly appreciate it. You bet. Thank you guys very much. And again, thanks for all the support for us. Uh, you know, even the times when I'm not on here. Thank you all very much. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open every day of the week at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Foundation Channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... 
No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.